All right. Hello. Cool. <laughs> Hello. Every, every time. See, yeah, he knows. Hello. 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 Can anybody do Tom Araya from their first album <laughs> singing hello? Just just, uh, just give me 100 pints of lager and a packet of crisps, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> he gets up there. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get into that for sure. So, have we started? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah, We're yeah. warming up. I was going to say, can, can yeah, I say, say, say Molly Chris shit yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to defend yeah, yeah. the <laughs> My 12-year-old self might, but... Yeah. <laughs> he might. Well, are, are we ready? Should we get going? Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> I thought we were. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we're recording. We haven't, hit the, we haven't started the intro yet, fuckers. Yeah. Oh, you mean do that? Okay. Yeah. Like start, start. <laughs> Somebody's about to puke, it sounds like. I know. <laughs> Seriously. When a form of music that our children like becomes linked with ghoulish images and violent theatrics, it demands our attention. Hundreds of thousands of teenagers are locked onto so called heavy metal music. I grew up metalhead. I love. 80s, yeah, 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 80s metal, like Metallica, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much more black could this be? And the answer is none, none for black. Gotta turn it up. It's gonna be abrasive, it's gonna be sickening, it's gonna be hard to listen to, it's gonna be aggressive, and it's gonna fucking kick you in the fucking balls of the pussy. Is that, is that better, Joe? That's cool. <laughs> it's like when you had to find Orko during an episode of She-Ra or whatever that He-Man. was. <laughs> He-Man. Which one had the hidden guy? I think that was She-Ra. I didn't watch either, so. <laughs> I was like the only it's, kid in the 80s that didn't watch He-Man. Who the hell watched She-Ra? It came on after He-Man. What else were we going to watch? G.I. <laughs> Joe? I don't know. What were we going to do? Go outside? <laughs> Got to turn it off. It was probably raining. I was a Scooby-Doo guy, man. I mean, He-Man. <clears throat> Nah, when was that? I watched Who? Star Blazers. Who? Star Blazers. That, no one ever knows what I'm talking about when I say Star I Blazers. I know what you're talking about. It's weird. <laughs> it's like um, not claymation, but kind of, wasn't it? It was just Japan Japanimation, but oh, they had, I don't know what you're They had about. the wave motion gun. <clears throat> no, uh, nobody. What the hell? Come on! <laughs> that doesn't sound like a very painful gun. <laughs> it was a ripoff of the Death Star. So, well, I think everything worse. after '77 there was. Yeah. <laughs> anything sci-fi was like oh this is like star wars yeah well anyway hey welcome back everybody uh this is somewhere in time podcast i'm here i'm eric and we got tim and keith and joe and joining us once again is paul yo america hello america we, we shipped him over from from england from jolly old england and he's ready to talk some metal with us drinking drinking so. drinking beer not l gray tea Hey, with my biscuits. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> yeah, the the guy that isn't British is drinking Earl Grey tea. I'm drinking, uh, well, it's out of a Metallica cup. Oh, Metallica well, well, it's, it's powered by. I've got powered by Metallica. Machine Head. Yeah. Raise your raise your beers, guys. Guess where this one was made. <laughs> Gee, yeah, I can't I, I can't figure it out. Why does Maryland have to put their flag on everything? 
They're a proud people, those Marylanders. I think it's just because it's a symmetrical logo, and it's easy to do. Yeah. So uh, this episode is, once again, talking about 83. Got more 83 albums to talk about. 1983. Right, right. As opposed to, what, 1883? 18. <laughs> yeah. Big, big Tchaikovsky and Wagner fans out there? Yeah. You never know. We're going back really, really far. Russian romantics. <laughs> It may as well be. One hundred twenty-five well eighteen eighty-three is this old, isn't it? Now, our, our one hundred twenty-five year retrospective. <laughs> That's right. One hundred thirty-five. Yeah. Anyway, 35? shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so this episode, not eighteen eighty-three, nineteen eighty-three. Did you? We're going to talk <laughs> did you about cover up uh, that vent. <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> uh, no. Your mother-in-law yeah, might. Get yeah. All right, all right. All right. We'll just go on, calm down on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's early, man. It is. Were you particularly drunk one night when that happened? <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> like, I don't even know what night it was we were talking, but one way or another, if, if everybody's wondering, I, if, if you're not watching the YouTube of this, uh, I do this for my basement, and I've got a vent that's close to where my computer is that goes right into my son's room. He hopefully is already asleep, but uh, one way or another, my, my mother-in-law was laying with him one night to put him to bed. When I was when we were doing one of these, and uh, I apparently was getting very animated, <laughs> I was uh, quite um, enthralled in the conversation, and, and sticking to my point of "you motherfuckers suck." So yeah, and um, <laughs> you know, I mean, and I was right. Rage, rage, fucking rage. <laughs> <laughs> so one one way or another, she apparently was able to hear the entire conversation, and um, mm. yeah. So I love my family. <laughs> but one way or another. I like that. I like how you ended that though. So I love my family. <laughs> what does what does fuck mean again, Dad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I've been doing a good job about you know watching my language. My son's about to turn five. And my daughter's two. But uh, you know, it's it's been a difficult it's been a difficult five years. But I'm, I'm trying. Are they into Slayer yet? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, my son, first time he ever headbanged was to uh, Brave New World, a maiden. Nice. Uh, uh, the next day he was headbanging to, to King Missile, which I don't quite get. But hey, he was good. he was like hey. two and a half at the time. Uh, yeah. My my uh, right now his Is that favorite the d- detachable penis band. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, was, it was that album, actually. Um, That's what I'd play for my kid, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, one way or another, my, my, my kid right now, this is a huge parenting win for me. The two guys that he, my, my son loves right now, Wynton Marsalis and Public Enemy. My daughter, wow. my daughter, her two things that she keeps coming back to, Elvis Costello and mm. Nerf Herder. Wait! Oh wow! <laughs> but, <laughs> she's isn't she named after an Elvis Costello? Yeah, exactly. I, we, I play Scruffy her Valerie, and her? and she goes crazy for the not. Oh God! I mean, uh, it's not her name, Veronica. Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, How many beers have I had, man? <laughs> uh, and there go all those uh, those parenting points. Yeah, can't even remember my daughter's name. One way or another. Yes, yes, I played her. The song that she's not named after, but it's you know got her name in it. So she always wants to hear that, and occasionally we hear the songs, the rest of the songs on that album. Normally, I it's pretty much as soon as she hears that, it's on repeat for the entire length of the commute back home, which could be about an hour to an hour and a half. 
No. Uh, well, but Sebastian hey, it could be a lot worse. To... I mean, let's face it. That is like Elvis Costello. I mean, it could be the goddamn Baby Shark fucking song. You know, <laughs> don't even start with that shit. Yeah, I mean, you went through oh. that hell, Eric. Did you, I mean how bad were your kids? Uh, they didn't. They didn't. I mean, I don't know. I think they liked the Wiggles for a little bit, but they never. We didn't have to go to any of those goddamn concerts, thankfully. So <laughs> we got them into good music pretty quickly. I mean, it's interesting now. They like nothing but. Video game music and Isaac actually Isaac will listen to like some alternative rock now and he likes a couple metal bands so but Ethan's like video game music and classical music those are his two big things. Uh, that's that's not bad man it's pretty it's interesting it could be a lot worse yeah there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not, anyway it's not we're not video. talking about video game music and we're not talking about classical music although we did say we we're going to talk about 1883 maybe we will who knows no um, we won't <laughs> so this episode. Let's get into what we're actually going to talk about. 1983. Uh, 1983. Slayer, Show No Mercy, debut Slayer. Album, Slayer. Uh, <laughs> Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil, and Satan. Satan Court in the Act. Satan, Satan. There's, there's a theme again. Yeah. We got to do a disambiguation. Satan is the name of the band. Yeah. Oh, that's Which, true. Yes. <laughs> we didn't. There's, there's a band called Satan. Satan rules. Yeah. From it's England. a little on the nose. New wave of British heavy metal band. Mm-hmm. From Newcastle upon Tyne. I, I don't believe none of the three of us, or four, five of us, I guess, for this episode, did, did any of us even know of this band before we started researching any of this? No, band? we no. were yeah. digging into 83, and I kept popping up. We're like, who is this Satan Yeah, I mean, how, exactly. Yeah. It's Satan. How do we not know that band? They must right, have really, right. really We should suck. know that. Should I mean, we start with if, Satan? Yeah, if, I mean, it's, it's like Grim sure. Reaper. It's yeah, like Grim right. Reaper. It's like, oh my God, all right, this guy's got a rule. And then you hear it, and it's like the worst band that's ever existed but oh. you know so satan we figure oh man this is going to be worse than grim reaper but uh we'll get is to that, that rock you to hell i think i ask this every time that name comes up it is yes okay the guy with yeah. the, he had a big <laughs> the, the big gap tooth yeah. yeah michael strahan i asked him a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> before before we get into the band can i ask paul a question here Yo. newcastle england yeah newcastle is different paul. from Newcastle upon Tyne. Uh, is that correct? Or no, is that the no. Same place? It's, 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 oh, it's, well. Newcastle upon Tyne, Newcastle, whatever you want to say. The, the, Tyne, so, the Tyne is a river that goes through there and it's an, it's an estuary going out to the ocean. Uh, so yeah, so it's the, the on or the upon is just like. Newcastle upon Tyne. Why isn't it London on Thames or something? It's Thames. Whatever Thames the fuck is it the is. It's made up word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle, I don't know. It's Newcastle upon Tyne, Newcastle, whatever you want to call it. But uh, okay, it's officially Newcastle upon Tyne, and because it's on the uh, the Tyne uh, estuary, and uh, it's hmm. in the north, it's in the northeast. And uh, um, when you hear them talk for real, I don't understand at all. Uh-huh. Uh, they're very, it's a very strange. Well, then let's is get to like, the next well, big question. Is it like Brad Pitt's character in Snatch? Is do they talk like them? No, gosh. <laughs> what were they called? Don't even go there. The camper people? American, I don't, American, they, uh, Americans yeah. doing English accents. It's, it's like me going, God damn, son of a bitch. Well, even nobody could understand him in that movie. Yeah. Right, uh, purposely, though. Yeah. I can't well, remember what Let's the, get to the real, real question here. What the <clears throat> fuck does the word cheeky mean? Like cheeky monkey. Like uh, you're, um, it's like your five-year-old uh, kid who's uh, mocking the adults. He's, he's being cheeky. Is he taking the piss? Yeah, taking the piss. But okay. it's it's kind of like when you know uh, when a kid's doing it or something like that. You cheeky little monkey. 
You know, that was that was the real question, Keith. Apparently, that was yeah. the real question that we yes. all needed to know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting to the heart of the issues here, Eric. Yeah. I, I don't remember being a part of that conversation, but okay. It's not very, so. it's not very Satan, is it? No, no. no. That's a little bit of social studies <laughs> thrown in here. I didn't, I didn't think Satan was very Satan either. I like, I, I, I kind of um, getting on to Satan. Well, I well should we, should we start with Satan? Yeah. Should we? Yeah, yeah we're well, already well, we've already started talking about it. So yeah, sure. So yeah, debut album from Satan, Court in the Act. Um, the uh, the lineup is Brian Ross on vocals. You've got Russ Tippins on guitar and Steve Ramsey on guitar. Uh, I can't pronounce that name on bass. Graham English, G R A. I think it's pronounced Graham. 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 Okay. Yeah, Gra- Graham English on on bass. English is his last name. That's funny. And the drummer is Sean Taylor. <laughs> Oh, really? Not Wait, the same. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's not the same guy? No, oh, of course it is. He, wasn't. <laughs> he was but born in like 91 or something. <laughs> yeah. And they've had not about, the they've had about 20 million other blokes since, haven't they? I want to say, though, this Graham, yeah. Graham English. But, so last episode, I mentioned that Graham Bonnet was the most English name I've ever heard. <laughs> but this is literally more English. Because it's yeah, actually Graham literally. English. Yeah. You can't. Congrats to him. So, um,. I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Yeah. I mean, how could you guys not like this? I mean, it was. It's not. You know. I mean, hell, it's no seasons of the abyss. I'm not gonna, you know, run out and tell everyone to buy this album. But I definitely enjoyed everything they did. I mean, with all the talk mm, we've done about everything. early '80s stuff, about you know, all the vocalists going. Aah! And, yeah. and going way too high, and, and pretty much we're gonna talk about this with the, the Slayer because they. Well, Satan, debut, Satan does it too, though. Yeah, yes, definitely. But <laughs> he at least it wasn't as bad as, as what right. you know some of the stuff Slayer was doing. Right. I didn't. Uh, get, I mean, it, 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 Slayer stuff was very typical of the time frame. These guys were typical of the time frame, but they branched out a little bit more. I thought they had. I, I think they, they were doing stuff of, that not a lot of bands were doing at that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I agree. There were a lot of thrashy stuff, riffs, like riffs that you hear. Yeah, it was really good thrash bands of the '90s, yeah. and it was yeah, yeah. exactly. I was thinking about that. It was, yeah. it was like, you know what? I could hear some of this being played. So yeah. These bass riffs sound like they come from like early alternative shit. They, yeah, was, um, yeah, interesting. Apart from the name Satan, which they're completely not satanic whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know the name. We are. The name doesn't fit whatsoever, but the music. It, I mean, the production to me sounded absolutely fantastic. Very high quality. Um, I, thought the, I thought the bass uh, sounded like crap. I thought the I thought production the, was the worst part of the album. Right? Yeah, I Nixon, thought the bass yeah. was they super sounded, muddy. I mean, if you compare it to the other two albums we're going to talk about, um, well, uh, Marley Crew I really didn't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but, we'll uh, get to that. We'll get to that. But I, I, I thought, I thought, yeah, you're right. I like Satan. It's the only one out of these three albums I've listened to several times over and enjoyed it. Okay. And I've never heard of them either. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, being something we've never heard of, you know, I mean, I've done that a lot for so far with this podcast. Like, there is so many bands that, you know, I didn't know a diddly squat about, even not even in their name. Uh, a lot of the, the for the, the Bay Area show we did, you know, I didn't know any of those guys. Yeah. This one was another one of those guys. I went in completely blind, didn't know what mm-hmm. to expect. I, well, actually, I went in with a little prejudice because I expected garbage early 80s. <laughs> Like you know, wanking off guitars with, with some vocalists going way too way a lot higher than he really has the octave 
ability too. Yeah. And uh, this, I mean, there is a little of that. There is a little. There is. Oh, there is. But (laughs) this definitely is still a solid album. This is definitely, I would even say, better than. You know the Aussie album we had last time. I mean, this this, oh, this yeah. is. I would. I mean, if, oh, we, yeah, had, yeah. if we had to go back and rank all the stuff we've had to listen to, this is going to be a lot higher than a lot of the. You know, <laughs> I don't know about classics, but at least a lot of the albums we've listened to from classic bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was okay. I don't think I'd go back to listen to it a lot. I mean, I might check it out again later, but I I, I don't know. It, it wasn't. It didn't grab me. It wasn't like, oh, this is amazing. I love this, but it was good. Um, I enjoyed listening to it. Um, I thought uh, they definitely had that new wave of British heavy metal sound. Yeah, uh, maybe a little more thrashy than those so, bands yeah. were, like Diamond Head and things like that. But yeah, they were ahead they of their ha- time. Yeah, they were definitely ahead of their time. Um, I think the lyrics were <laughs> pretty damn cheesy. Oh yeah, left a lot to be <laughs> desired there. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's eighty-three. So don't focus um, on the lyrics. In fact, my I'm, I'm, I'm rapidly learning actually. Don't focus on the lyrics. Don't even read them. Don't even look at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the song titles are them, like the most stereotypical metal song yeah, titles ever. Like well, Blades of Steel. and That's not yeah. good. And who didn't think of the Konami video game? <laughs> <laughs> well, Hunt You Down is another one, too. Yeah, I like that song. It's a good song, though. That's a good song. He's going to explode in your face. Yeah, that's kind of not good. <laughs> explode I, in your face I didn't I was like is he, is he saying jizzled. that I'm a it? mushroom cloud laying motherfucker this, motherfucker he said it's explode all over your face or something yeah times. I, several times yeah and the song was good then he says that and you go oh and it's, isn't it gang vocals too when he does it yeah it is it is That's they yeah, went all in on it and it's awesome. not necessary <laughs> so, I, I didn't get the his high pitched stuff was really oddly placed I thought yeah, yeah. The, like, just you go. Why did you do that there? Well, that, can you the, play some, Eric, just so somebody like. There it is. Exploding your face. <laughs> bar, the lyrics, yeah. bar the lyrics, they've got some good riffs going there. Yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah. riffs are really good. Yeah, it's nice. Like, I, was, I was very impressed by that. I did was Keith, did you say... expecting that. I'm sorry. Did, did no, Keith ahead. say that they had the cheesiest song titles? Or was that no, I did. Oh, yeah. okay. Did, so you guys noticed that there's no. three yeah. Testament uh, song title yeah. on this yeah. album. Kind of. Well, yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. If they'd spelled the one correctly, they would have been the alone in the There's dock. No way! It's that's definitely a misspelling. Why would yeah. be alone in the dock? What are you talking it's about? It's gotta be a typo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. alone in the dock. Yeah, I know. I know. What the hell? I mean, he's just—they're spelling out their accent. <laughs> alone in the gonna, dock. Oh yeah. yeah, they probably were. They probably <laughs> they were. Have, or they don't pronounce the R correctly in Britain. I mean, they were—they were—they were, were, were giving their song titles to the guy that was printing it out for him. They said alone, <laughs> in, alone in the dock. Load in the dock. I don't even get it. And you're right. I'll make these guys gay. They'll be down at the docks. (laughs) Well, they are from Newcastle upon Tyne. Maybe it was a lonely night on the the Tyne, you know? (laughs) Alone in the dock. (laughs) 
But you're right, yeah, into the fire, fire blades are still, I mean, it's, there's, 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 there's some album, there's some tracks that are dished up with a good chunk of cheddar, isn't it? Yeah, so. oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, those lyrics are, are yeah. pretty bad. Well, I just, I'm pretty sure Testament, at least Eric Peterson probably, must have dug this album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I have no doubt. I, 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 so I have a couple notes here that I wrote when I was listening to the album. <laughs> to me, some of the songs sounded like what you'd hear in like an 80, 80s movie when like a bunch of hmm. leather oh, yeah, micro yeah, guys yeah. were in a, yeah, hanging generic, on a bar yeah. and the background music is this generic metal music. Yeah. So <laughs> like this, this would be the soundtrack to the Warriors. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. Tell you what, though, if, I'd, if I'd known this in um, 83, I could quite likely have bought that. That's a good question. Uh, if yeah. if, if yeah, we yeah. had known about this band back then, would we have really been into them? Like, would we have? I don't know, because there is no way in hell any of our parents would have let us bought Satan. Well, no, <laughs> we would have bought but it anyway. Like in, in the late eighties, maybe. Yeah. If they yeah, were included in the Columbia House, it looks like they had trouble keeping a record label. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they've been on yeah. two, three, Satan. Four, I mean, why? Five. Their other band names were so much better. <laughs> what? Blind Fury is better than Satan. I think. No, the, the, the album's uh, not though. No, but it's the, no, it's not. But the the band name is better, and Par- Pariah is a better band name too. Satan's a perfectly good band name. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, but, but if, I, if you're early enough and you got it, you should stick with it. Yeah, really. Like if you if you were able to get that name, I yeah. yeah. Why would you want it though? <laughs> it's like I'm our band name Zeus. Like what? It's, it's good publicity, I guess. Oh, that's a good band name, Tim. It's awful. <laughs> what? Aquaman. So, <laughs> Band. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Zeus. It'd be Aquaman. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get into more of the screaming stuff later with Slayer too. But yeah, I had a question about that. What what was the catalyst for these for that for these all these bands to think it would be necessary to have all these screams on their album? Why know. was that part of it? Like what? I what? Think Judas Priest trying to show off some rain. Uh, uh, Priest. Yeah, Priest. I was thinking I, Priest too. That, that's that was yeah, my first I, thought was Priest. I, but yeah. I mean, the big thing for me, and, and Priest definitely more than what I'm about to say, but I feel like the, the the band I blame for glam rock, a lot of like this mm, overdone vocals is fucking Led Zeppelin. Really? I, yes. I, well, I blame I blame them for so much garbage rock. that, And we're going to get into that. We are definitely going to get into that when we talk about Motley Crue. But, uh, like, the whole putting sex before the actual anything else and, and uh, I don't know. One way or another, for me, like, Led Zeppelin, and that's one thing, maybe, you know, I, listening to Led Zeppelin songs these days, I'm a lot easier going than I was back in my metal listening days. It sounds so absurd to hear, I'm sure, but I always hated Led Zeppelin because of my belief that they're the spawn for <laughs> Poison, for, you know, yeah. Motley Crue, for all of the shit. I, don't, I think that's Van Halen that really pushed that whole Van thing. Halen, I mean, Van, but, I mean, Van Halen, I think, spawned out of Led Zeppelin. I think a lot of, I mean, look at Eddie Vedder. I mean, not Eddie Vedder, Eddie Van Halen, I mean. But Halen, Van Halen were that, that Sunset Strip, Hollywood. Yeah, the big party whole band. Thing. And Zeppelin's, yeah. you know, they're, they're. Not do you uh, do you guys dig Van Halen because uh, I don't I, like I, early stuff. I don't get it. I like the David Lee Roth stuff. I don't get it. I don't. Is this what you wanted? Not. Sammy I mean, I don't. Not. Whatever. Ozzy's boneyard. Sammy Hagar. Just like. Is this what you wanted, buddy? 
What's he singing? Is Van, I'm, sing, I'm singing Nerf Herder. That's the second time they got mentioned this time. Is, is, Van, is Van Halen American? Um, uh, people who are not into heavy metal think that's heavy metal. They used to. Yeah, I think so. They used to. That's probably a good summation. I mean, they're rock well, more I mean, than metal, look. but I think the style, the, the, the fashion that they kind of portrayed made people group them in with metal, and they definitely were never Eddie Van Halen is like band. the most influential metal guitar player Oh, time ever. out, time out. Two-hand topping, I mean, that... I mean, he, he constructed a style that changed how everybody plays it. I mean, nowadays you learn yeah. that in week two of playing guitar, but before him, you didn't have that. You know, no, you didn't of course have not. Yeah. When he played live, he, he turned his exactly. back on the audience. But so you, look, give it you, away. you look at all the best guitar, not best, but my favorite guitar players out there, and they're going to tell you my, one of my biggest influences was Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. I mean, Dimebag is, will be yeah. one of the first, you know? I mean, so. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would say Joe Satriani. I mean, you, you look at the, the the biggest name, Steve Vai, and the name, the biggest names in the game, pretty much have direct, you know, influence from Eddie. And as much as you know, I've never been and never will be a big fan of, of Van Halen. I'm always going to respect them for the effect that you know. I mean, especially that Eddie had on the instrument, on how to play it, and I mean, he revolutionized, I'd say, how it's done. I think the music's not, garbage, but, you know, hey, it's, okay. it's, I can still rock out to it when it's on the radio. But not Led Zeppelin? Uh, I, I, see, for them... I don't think Led Zeppelin had that many songs that were, like, what did you say, put sex first or just, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I don't, they like, have I a mean, couple, but, like, that's not what you think of as... Robert Plant no. was just, like... Well, Custard Pie is one of my favorite songs. To me, songs Zeppelin is so sort of spaced too, out, but, spaced out um, you know, drug-fueled, relaxed, kickback. I don't know. Yeah, you know, rock. Well, let's not get into the whole yeah, Zeppelin we've got or Van Halen. Van Halen, <laughs> exactly, exactly. 1983, Satan, Satan yeah. rules. <laughs> Satan are very scary, not, but no. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of I like, like it a weird, lot. I weirdly like it, and I, I yeah, without having. You're right, Keith. No, no, not getting into it at all. Never even heard it, hearing of them. I put it on, and, and I, I dig it. Yeah, it, I mean, there, there's, there's no way you can't just like sit back and. Yeah. I mean, sure. I'm, am I going to go back to it tomorrow? Probably not. But you know, listening to this podcast or whatever, I, I'll throw some of their shit on, especially that one that I said was. They have some catchy songs on there. Yeah, they've got some good riffs. Yeah, they've got they've got typical you know eighty three garbage that you know you can kind of fast forward through, but they've got some some, some solid stuff. The uh, album I had. Did you guys get the copy that I did? I share that with you guys. I've just been listening on YouTube, but I, yeah, I did you, share. Yeah, it. Yeah. Did, yeah, the because the, I had to find that CD. It was not easy to dig it, to get, <laughs> you know, find it anywhere, but. Um, I think the ver- the CD version is much longer than the original. Huh. Mm. That was it. Really? Di- it does feel like a long album, but hmm. I saw it. I saw the track listing on some other websites, and it's it's in a different order, and there's only like eleven songs. Huh. Hmm. The Misfits. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's later. Did, did you notice that the first song starts off a lot like "Hit the Lights" or maybe "Hit the Lights"? Yes. Starts- yeah. 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 I, I, I until you said that right now, I didn't remember. I couldn't figure it out. I'm just like. Yeah, it's I a fade know in, this song. Like, I know this is something. Fade in noise. But now, as soon as you say that, it's just like. Can you yeah. play it, Eric? Can you play that? It's, a, it's yeah. called. Yeah. Is it trial by fire? That's a trial by fire, yeah. Is it trial by fire? Pick straight. 
Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's more structure that's the same. Yeah. It starts off yeah. with this big, like everyone's like, and then there's a right, 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 right. pick yeah. scrape, and then they go into the main riff, which is exactly how Hit the Light starts. Exactly. Mm. It could have been coincidence. I've seen I, it, here. So. Yeah, I think it's probably coincidence because it's how they have maybe, but maybe yeah, Dave Mustaine. Both of those songs, songs were written too. well before both of these albums came out, probably. Yeah, Hit the Lights was that's a leather charm song. Right, true. So. Yeah, I mean, this band have been what, around since 79, it says. Yeah. Maybe not. Oh, really? It's just okay. interesting. Yeah. I guess it's just the new wave of British heavy metal thing. Hmm. But they're definitely ahead, they're ahead of the new wave British heavy metal, in my opinion. It sounds advanced on that. I think the fact that they changed their sounds two years later completely and their band name probably. Yeah. Gave, well, I mean, they had to have I, lost. I mean, I imagine that screams that like half the band quit. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, I didn't read too much into the history there, but I, know, I did listen to their next album, which was a different singer, and uh, the '87 album with the same name. You're talking about yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Suspended Sentence was the name, and the album cover of that is god awful. <laughs> is that a, uh, it's a, that's a Satan album or is that a Blind Fury? Satan. Album? Okay. It's a Satan album. It's the that's, second Satan, Satan album, technically. So 85 um, was when the Blind, Blind Fury. Fury? That was yeah. only one album. And 85 yeah. was also the PMRC thing, right? Wait, wait, wait. So Satan okay. had two albums sandwiching a Blind Fury album, and Blind Fury is the same band? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. But 85 yeah. was. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering if the PMRC thing. For everyone, Eric? It oh, won't boy. take much. I guess I can. <laughs> they also become Pariah as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, better better band name. They're all over the place. Yeah, that would have been a better name than Satan. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's way better. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> They turned into Annihilator yeah. before there was Annihilator. That's not good. That's like Blaze Bailey style. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I didn't think he was a great singer anyway. Yeah. Like, even listening to the first Satan album, I, didn't, I never thought, like, oh, this guy's a great singer. No, no, he barely stays it, in key. And when he hits the high notes, he's not even in key at all. So. No, his high notes are stupid. Yeah, yeah, he's got but, a good low range, which screams like, man, if this guy just started in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> well, the end of Blade... Let me see if I can play this. The end of Blades of Steel. That's That was, like, the worst... There it is. Oh, that, yeah. What is that? Stop that. not good. <laughs> okay. I like how he's trying to harmonize, but yeah, he's just doing octaves. It's like you're not harmonizing. One the back, the lower one sounds like butthead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. One's beaver, that's beaver's butthead. So, all right. So, are we good with Satan, or do we want to? I mean, we've spent a lot of time on them. We have, we have. And, I mean, and other stuff. So, yes, I think I think we're good. But uh, how do we segue? I mean, well, we can segue whenever we want. Every album we're talking about has something to do with well, the devil exactly or Satan. So, bad, yeah. bad album mix. That's. I, I'm trying to nudge you into saying something about shouting, or <laughs> we're being obtuse. The the Satan guy could also be called Devil. Yeah. 
and there's an album. And if you're angry at that guy, and they're screaming oh, you're going and the other album. way, I was going a different way, but no, no, okay. I think we should save Slayer for last. Oh okay. yeah, you yeah, can't headline. I with, would prefer that as well. Yeah, yeah. Please. you're not headlining with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you, Are you doing Motley Crue now? Yeah, yes, we're doing yes, Motley yes, Crue. Yes, yeah. yeah. Can I Can I say that Motley Crue is shit now? Yeah. You can say that. Sure. Yeah. You can say Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> so I think overall, yes, Motley Crue is not good. Uh, I will say that this is by far their best album. It's not even close. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's almost like a different band. It's oh, the first oh, album I liked too. No, I went back and tried to listen to that, and I liked I liked Livewire, and everything else was crap. I don't. Oh, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't I didn't there go some back, good so stuff know. on Feel Doctor Feelgood? No. Yeah, it's a good I'm, I'm a little, I like that. I'm a little confused okay. how we've crossed over from heavy metal to uh, hair bands. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. I think this album. The funny thing about that, so you, you know, they're they're hairband. They're kind of a hairband, yes, but kind of. Yeah, I, I mean, they're not as bad as some other bands from that era. I mean, all right, I would say maybe Nikki Six has got Nikki Dicks. Know, he, I mean, he writes some heavier stuff than than say fucking Poison. Or, well, okay, so I, you I, mentioned that. That's it's funny that you mentioned that because. The first thing I noticed was like, wait a minute, this is heavier than I remember. And I looked it up, and it's 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 uh, tuned down a step, tuned down a full step. Huh. A lot oh, of the songs. Okay. Are. Yeah. So it I was, is. Yeah, for them, it's. I yeah. wouldn't know how we even know how knew how to look at that. But it's right. clearly well, their heaviest stuff. I mean, that's yeah. that's without question. Yeah. So yeah. That's, so yeah, when they realized heavy doesn't sell as well as you know. Well, the song shout and roll. Yeah. The song shout the devil. The song Shout of the Devil's ten, tuned down a full step. And actually, the, the cover of... Um, God, Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter is tuned down a half step. Fucking, a full fucking step Beatles cover. And of all of them, that one. Like, That's like my favorite you. Beatles song. That's it, like my favorite Beatles song. song. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because... Well, let's see here. It spawned a certain kind of mindset from a deranged shithead. Oh, man, it's cool. It's fucking Manson. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so let's let's start over here because not start over, but let's let's take it from the top with like the lineup. Everyone should. Well, the lineup. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the very few metal bands that actually didn't have enormous lineup changes throughout. Yeah, no, they didn't. I mean, yes, there was a time where Neil was gone, and man, I wish all four of them were gone for the entirety of their existence. Right, right. But you know, it's very weird, especially considering all the death that they caused and around them. Yeah. Yep. How the fuck did I mean they even two of them I think have died. <laughs> yeah, Nikki Six has died at least once. <laughs> so Vince Neil's a yeah. singer, obviously. Mick Mars guitar. Nikki Six bass guitar and Tommy Lee drums. So there. Just had to get that out there. In case you didn't know. When you said Vince Neil, uh Keith's impression of, of uh Blitz from Overkill is actually oh, yeah. dead on for Vince Neil. <laughs> horoscope <laughs> yeah horoscope! He, yeah whenever he does his, <laughs> yeah it sounds exactly like vince neal yeah that does actually right. Right. <laughs> yeah i wish i had his money <laughs> not a lot of men can hit those notes keith so yeah <laughs> congratulations especially to be proud of the guess. size of my balls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no they went Keith sat in a lot of gum. Oh boy, this was one of uh, our first uh, like metal albums, right, Eric? That you and I, yeah, heard. Yeah, I, mean, I remember this was along the lines of we heard this and we heard Live After Death, Iron Maiden, and I remember uh, 
being kind of like uh, like it's I shouldn't listen to this because it's so bad. Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's it kind like, of evil. Yeah, yeah, like it has it's it's devil and it's like it has a song called Bastards and right. Like, oh my god, blow off his head. Right, right. This is crazy. Yeah. I was 14, so yeah. you know, it was like Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the thing. Well, I, I mean, this it. was I, I mentioned this earlier, but this was my favorite band before Metallica, actually. I mean, I was 12 years old, I was 13 years old, yeah. and I, I was just getting into rock. You know, it was you know, our oldest brother Steve would listen to like Led Zeppelin and ZZ Top and things like well, that. And then um, when I when I when we got this, you were I was 14, so you were like 10. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was pretty damn young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true because it was like just when just you liked him in, uh, did, you liked him in elementary school. So did you yeah. did you like Wasp then? Oh yeah, actually yeah right yeah we might talk about Wasp with the eighty nine stuff because there was a Wasp yeah. album in eighty nine that I actually still like. So it's yeah that's a good album the eighty nine yeah I had this children yeah that's a good album so yeah. I never I never was a huge fan of Wasp but I do like that album. no so. they're kind of twins aren't they. You know, I get. I actually mix up Notley Crew and Wasp kind of together. You know, I like Blackie Laws' voice better. Blackie, yeah, than, uh, yeah, Blackie, he's got know. a better voice yeah. and a better attitude, slightly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard he's a fucking prick. Yeah, well, and you don't think every member of Motley Crew is <laughs> a lot worse than that? I don't know. <laughs> well, I do remember this was right around the time we got MTV too, and I remember seeing yeah. the uh, video for for. Um, too fast, not too fast. What was it? Uh, looks the kill. Looks the kill. Looks the kill. Oh, that video. Too young to love. But I liked it. And I loved the song, and I was like, "That's yeah. an awesome song." And I actually still, maybe it's nostalgia, but I still do like that song of this album. Yeah, not, too young yeah. to fall in love. That is, I like that I've song. Written down. I like that song too. Me of bullshit cock rock from the eighties. That is just. I know. Oh well. Too young to fall in love until you're 18, and then I'm gonna put my penis in your butthole. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely, uh, exactly. I'm definitely too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the name of this podcast? <laughs> I think we did just name the podcast. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, this must, this must be the first trans transgender rock band. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, but everyone else was doing it. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, I know. The one thing, like, uh, like yeah, being, being, being well, being from well, the, the punk side of things, like Hanoi um, Rocks. Yeah. Oh, Hanoi they dressed rocks, like that yeah. before them. But no, but being for the punk so, side of things, there's there's a line from a conflict song. Um, actually, that's a bad mention because didn't Vince Neil kill the yes, drummer of Hanoi? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. yeah. But but there's a line from a conflict song about how um, you know using makeup makes men and women try and look the same as each other, and it's like I always heard that you know I got into conflict like in 1983, 1993, and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then you know <laughs> I look back at the 80s when they when you know, Colin Jerwood wrote that damn song. Um, there's a line that says you know uh, using you know, animal products to convince men and women to look the same as each other. And it's because of the goddamn jack-off hair metal uh, and all of these guys wearing makeup to look like women. And it is an embarrassment. And, it, like, you know, it's, it's so funny um, for that stage of metal. 
uh, to have gone through that. When you look back a decade previous, you know, disco, disco didn't last. And disco became a massive joke. And glam metal should have become that next thing that, that, that did not last. And I mean, I think well, lasted the about 10 years. Still, yeah. It right? lasted yeah. long enough. And I think, I mean, there isn't, look at what the hell was the name of that band in 2000. Uh, the, uh, what was the name of it? In 2000? Yeah. In 2000. They were glam band. Um, they weren't glam, but they were glam. The darkness. The darkness. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was way later. I've seen them uh, live a few times. I can't. Oh, you I said can't like one album. There are one album. Oh, so you love the glam metal, huh? <laughs> so well, you, you, they, you a big were, crew fan? <laughs> yeah, but weren't they? Weren't they a spoof? The darkness. No. Were, the darkness were doing a thousand miles an hour for one album, and I kind of liked it. Hmm. I thought they were. Uh, I didn't think they took themselves seriously. Though. No, they didn't. No, they had a great time. They made a lot of money, got a lot of chicks. Yeah, yeah. sold albums, but they weren't Motley Crue. <laughs> and uh, I've heard that "Dude Looks Like a Lady" was written for Vince Neil. That's true. Hmm. That is hilarious. He <laughs> doesn't that anymore. I, I've never. I've always hated Aerosmith, <laughs> but that makes them like me slightly. You hate. You've always hated Aerosmith. Yeah. Old Aerosmith's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Toys in the Attic, that's they a old, fantastic I mean, album. Yeah, yeah, like, finding them first with Ragdoll was kind of yeah. like, oh, all right, well, that's No, no, sense. that sounds Okay, uh, anyway. Yeah, permanent Vacation's well, not a good Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I think, very I think, off track. Just like for, for so many bands, like, the first band, the first album that you get from the band is so important. The first time you hear a band is also yeah. just as important. If, if you're like, oh my god, that sucks. And I mean, I, hey, I love the video for Ragdoll. I mean, that was... <laughs> but you can go back and listen to old Aerosmith and yeah. appreciate it. I mean, I, uh, no, no. I didn't like him when I was younger, and then I heard their older I, stuff. You really, yeah. back, I'd say about probably about 15 years ago, you really tried to push uh, like the Dream On era Aerosmith on me, and I just never bothered even wasting Yeah, I, I still like old Aerosmith. It. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Back in the saddle. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. great. And so anyway, the big thing that, like in a previous episode, you know, Tim, you mentioned the uh, <clears throat> the Testament cover from New Order, and I never have heard the Aerosmith version of that. And oh, really? That was like when I first heard that album. That was my favorite song on that album, and that is the yeah. one thing I'm still. That's funny. You know, at 42, <laughs> I'm still like, all right, maybe I'll go back and give that a shot because of my love of that song. Nobody's fault. I think it's on rocks. The, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But so, anyway, yeah, Motley Crue. <laughs> Tangents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, is, people well, like I said, it is definitely their best album. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not even close. Yeah. It's, it is. I mean, it has moments here and there. It, of it's probably is nostalgia, but I yeah, I, I liked I liked it. Fine. I like it. I, I like half of it. To it. I like the actually the first half. I thought was was a lot better than the second half. Um, there's really only one song I like on the second half. And that was. I forgot all about Danger. That song, Danger. Oh, that song's boring. I totally forgot about it. I was like, oh my god, this song. Whoa. Knock him dead, kid. Is one riff the whole song basically, except yeah, for the solo, yeah. and it's so boring. <laughs> you uh, know, uh, ten seconds I, I was, the same thing too. I was driving from, from Charlotte back home today, listening to the Motley Crue. I got to the third track. <laughs> now, you know, you know that scene in Groundhog Day when he stole the groundhog and uh, he's in yeah. the truck and he drives over the cliff. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. 
<laughs> After the third track from Motley Crue, that was me. I was over the cliff. So, Paul, do you do you? Yeah. I mean, have you heard yeah. this album before? No, no. Okay. And I listened to three tracks and turned it off. So that you were this was brand new to you. You don't you didn't hear this stuff back in the day at all. Did um, you like the album? Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fully admit, uh, Motley Crue, Wasp, all the hairband stuff. Um, I was not into that. No, I mean even Def Leppard. I, I kind of I saw Def Leppard and Kiss recently, and I kind of liked Kiss, but Oof, I feel like Motley Crue Kiss. and uh, I feel like Motley Crue is kind of Kiss, but you know they look like women. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about I think, it. Unfortunately, I think Motley Crue is better it's than just, Kiss. Yeah, it's just not my thing, man. <laughs> I can't. But I can't you're get younger than me. I'm, I'm in that uh, older. I'm older than yeah, you. Yeah, true, true. I hate yeah. Motley Crue, and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it just. It's just. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I started with the likes of, of Kiss, Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Motorhead, and progressed to Maiden, right. and Metallica, and, and the hairband stuff was a bit, you know. Well, and that's just, that's where I started. It was like conflict, and the other half of me was punk stuff. All right, yeah. sure, yeah. So, and I, I get that because I started with the glam stuff. Like I, the, like I said, my first favorite band was Motley Crue, and that's, right. you know, I'll admit I liked Motley Crue. I liked Rat. I even right. liked, yeah poison for like a split second and then i wised up very quickly in fact it's funny because there was a moment i know you this is like theatrical something you've seen a movie but there was an actual day where i went to my room and i was like all right all my motley crew stuff is coming down and i put up metallica stuff like i started i think i think i applauded when you did that (laughs) yeah it was like there was like a montage right yeah basically (laughs) yeah no i didn't have to be a montage because it was like within 10 seconds i had ripped down all my motley crew stuff and i started at that point, yeah, it was like, okay, epiphany. Metallica blows them away. Motley Crue sucks. I mean, me, me and my mates, if we were, we were going to go to a party drunk and dress up in, in, in um, costumes, we, we would dress like Blackie Lawless and, and, and Motley Crue. <laughs> but, we, but we weren't into that. But, but the, the look was so cliche. It was so like... Yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. you were um, talking about earlier, why do they all do that scream? It's kind of cliche. It is, yeah. But yeah. It, it, it sold. It, it, the biggest thing yeah. is it sold. And in order yeah. to get signed, in order to get a, an album out, for a major label to give you attention, you had to all of a sudden have your vocalist, who probably couldn't go that high, but it, go that high. It still happens today. It's just yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And all the, all the yeah. girls are throwing their panties at the stage. I mean, I my first Kiss concert in, in, in 80-something, you know, I've never seen so much... Um, spandex and girls throwing their, their bras and getting on the you know yeah. you know you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know and well, that's, those, those hair bands got the girls they got, yeah because it was it was, it was poppy it was the music was much more accessible mm-hmm. to the well, i was you, I, I was totally anti-poppy you know bring me yeah, conflict yeah. to bring me battery yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, that, how do you that, get girls by looking like girls that was about the same, same thing yeah. like yeah. that's kind of a uh, let's face situation. it Motley Crue and Poison and all the guys that were doing that got more laid yeah than- oh, got- oh yeah oh yeah yeah. oh yeah I mean they were pretty yeah. I guess I mean let's face it Lemmy got more laid than oh, yeah. all of them combined and god damn it is he one ugly motherfucker he is <laughs> yeah. yeah but but he deserves it Who's to say what those girls looked like, though, that were fucking Lemmy? Yeah, that's, true. That's we, we don't know that. He doesn't have, like, an, a book he put out saying, here's They look like Lemmy. Yeah, they might have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could say, you know. They were comparing they mole sizes. Like 10,000 chicks, and they were all like, ooh. But then the weird thing about all of this, the weird thing about all this is, what would you, where do you put Guns and Roses? 
Ooh, well, they have a great uh, first we, album. They're way better they than Molly Crew. Uh, they did kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of in between, though. I'd even say. I would even say. Uh, I think they started. I think they started a hairband, but they quickly. Yeah, remove that. They image. completely so they yeah. stole. Well, time out, rocks. time out, time like, out. I mean, Slayer. Totally. I mean, is not as their music wasn't hair metal, but their huh. image was because they were an LA band. Yeah, they, you know, they like had, if you w- listen to the interviews back in the day, they they were wearing the dumb makeup. They weren't wearing it like Motley Crue. They were kind of trying to be more. Uh, they were they were doing more black makeup, yeah. more like yeah, yeah. Norwegian death bands of the of modern day but one way or another they were still putting makeup on and just kind of fulfilling because you had to do that in la uh yeah. i am a lady okay you just threw me off um, what was i talking about emily i am a lady but, but you, you know you know what i i um I would have um, and back 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 then if you said Motley Crue or, or Wasp or whatever you know those hair bands I would have cursed you out I absolutely detested it but yeah we were we were we, yeah, we were a, like that too it was a full blown war yeah I mean, we had like, we had friends who liked that stuff and we were like you suck how can you love yeah this? it was yeah. a yeah but, was, you know when 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 um when uh, I, I I saw um Guns and Roses there was second billing Donington Monsters of Rock in 1988 they'd sold um. Something like four thousand albums in, in the whole of the U, uh, the UK at the time, and the day uh, a week, two weeks later, it was seventy four thousand albums. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And, Once, uh, uh, and I saw Guns and Roses, and they were only second billing to Halloween. <laughs> I they were fucking wow. awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's their the first album is classic. Their first album is amazing. Yeah, they still look like they still look like kind of pretty boys, but they were kind of pretty boys. They were attitude, man. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they pissed they off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They kicked ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. Know, I, when I look back at it now, I think, are they a glam band? Are they a hair band? I don't know. I don't know what. No, no, I wouldn't hard put rock. them in there. There's, yeah, hard rock. They were in L.A. and They were doing the L.A. Sunset Strip thing, but it, I mean, I know Tim, your favorite song, one in a million, man. <laughs> we talked about that already. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't I, mean, have I, I wouldn't even say use your illusion stuff. I mean, as much as they got way, they got too big for themselves by that yeah. point, and that was you know that was pretty much when metal was dying. But uh, those both of those albums were still solid. I mean, maybe they could yeah. have combined them into one. I think album they could have combined with them, all yeah. the best yeah, yeah, material, sure. and that. That album probably would have gone down just as good as as uh, Appetite. Well, oh, you don't like yeah. Chinese Democracy? Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> Get in the ring. I don't think I've even listened to it yet. <laughs> Didn't need to be on there. Spaghetti incident. Spaghetti oh. incident. Yeah. Oh no! They oh, tried to do Misfits, either. and it was terrible. I haven't listened to that one either. Yeah. 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 Don't bother. Yeah, no. It's not good. So um, I know a lot of people give Tommy Lee shit, but I think he's actually a really good drummer. Um, oh yeah, I meant to mention something about. He's got three he limbs penis as well. Yeah. This is this this album is the muted splash symbol album. He's ah. yeah. <laughs> but he does a lot of really cool bass drum stuff. Like he it did does, that yeah. kind of single does. bass drum, but double double. You know, I don't know what the yeah, name double, of it is, but it's kind like of like a little bounce. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not. It sounds like a triplet, but it's well, just with one single bass drum. It's it's a lot yeah. of that stuff. They they didn't they weren't the big LA hair band by accident. I mean, they yeah. had chops. Oh yeah. They were able to write catchy stuff, and they they outworked everybody. I can't you know? say what Nikki Six is like as a bass player. I don't know. That nothing yeah. blew well, me away on yeah, this yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he was never I anything special. Nick Mars, exactly, Nick Mars. But he wrote, wrote. If you look, he wrote every song. On that's there. true. Yeah, He's he was a, a credit. He had writing credits on every song. So, 
So I, which surprised me. I didn't know he was that big of a of the songwriter. Yeah, neither did I. Actually, he has a whole side band now, and he wrote he six all the lyrics yeah. too. Huh. So then that wait. band six has some good songs. Yeah, they do. They have some heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Surprising. All the lyrics of that band or all the lyrics of Motley Crue. Motley Crue. He wrote every every song so on. So pretty on much. Shout so the he's the Charlie Bonante kind of of, of crew. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Probably more so than, yeah. So he might not have the chops as a bass player, but he's he's uh, credited as the songwriter for pretty much everything yeah. on this album. So They kept they kept the record label happy and made their money. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. they're, uh, they're, yeah. they're, they're a pop pop rock band for me, personally. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. yeah. They're not a metal band. Well, I mean. I mean, this is as close as they got to it. Is all, right, all right, yeah, like, yeah. nostalgic Eric, please. Argue. <laughs> glam, glam Sh- Shower the Devil's heavy as shit, I thought. That's a heavy song. It's Drop yeah, D. The song, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That one's heavy. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's it's shocking that Theater of Pain was what was yeah. the, they followed this up. Yeah. Oh, because of Home Sweet Home, right? No, just all, overall. I mean, compared to two albums, it's... Yeah, it's a much poppier album than this so, album. Yeah. I, don't, I can't even think of another song on that album besides Home Sweet Home. And then smoking the in the boys' room, yeah. but that's boys not room. even their song. I know. Yeah. And then, uh, I know it's not their song. It's but. weird that they. I know this is odd, but I think it, the placement of their cover songs was weird on their albums. Like they put yeah. "Smoking in the Boys' Room" the second song on their album, and "Helter Skelter" was like smack dab in the middle on did this they, album. Did they do five, "Jailhouse yeah. Rock" too? I don't know. They did "Anarchy." In the yeah, UK I think they also. did. Yeah. Yeah, but that was in the '90s, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah. it was atrocious. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of the band. I just looking back on this band, I, I, they were my favorite band. This is their by far their best album, and I, I don't I don't go back and listen to this album though. I, but I, I did have yeah. a lot of nostalgia I listening would. to this album. I'd listen to it again. Yeah, I'd, I'd pick a few off here. I'd, I'd you know I'd listen to Satan before I'd listen to this again. It's uh, I, I prefer Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. How long is this album? It's not very long. It's not very it? long. No. no, but no. you know, this is like thirty-five minutes. 30. Thirty-five minutes. Yeah. It, yeah, that's that's typical for that era, though. I mean, uh, albums yeah. of that that time were, you know, they had the to... longest song is four minutes eighteen seconds. This might be a a, a tangent here. We might be veering off into the weeds, but is is there a reason? There, there's there, the CDs was the reason why albums became longer, right? Because you could fit eighty minutes music onto a CD as opposed to. Only so much on the tape and vinyl. Is that correct? You could put, you could have 120 minutes. I don't know. Yeah, but I also think the songwriting style of things. I mean, let's face it. I mean, punk is the (laughs) shortest version of of, of music there is. And, uh, but why? I mean, mean, why were they releasing albums that were only 35 minutes? Short songs. Yeah, I know. All right, Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. There you go. Hey, tonight's all the albums. All the albums tonight are all about thirty something minutes long. Actually, they're, they're, that yeah, is right. They are. They are. Yeah. It's yeah. the longest. You know? But I mean, that you. Yeah. I think. I think you're hitting on something that is, you know, true to the early '80s. I, I think a lot of bands, you know, they they needed a full album of good music, mm-hmm. and they yeah. weren't throwing in the garbage that. Except for maybe what was that name of the band? Oh god! Damn. Oh yeah, Iron Maiden. They threw out that horrible Quest Fire song. Oh yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Let's not get back on that. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I get that. Admit to anything. Just admit you love that song. <laughs> you bring it up more than that they did when they wrote the album. It could also be that bands were releasing albums a lot quicker back then too. 
So yeah. the amount of exactly. songs we're writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, yeah. we've talked about in the late 80s. We were talking about, you know, 88 or whatever yeah. year it was that we were yeah. talking about. Yeah, I mean, everybody was coming out with 86, 87, 88, 89, or at most. Well, yeah, Maiden was, was like almost every, an album a year, practically. Yeah. So. Tour, tour permanent was every year. Records out, make the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so I mean I'm yeah. sure that had to do with it too. I just it, it seemed like there was a shift when CDs came out that, that people felt like they had to make albums a lot longer at that point because they could fit on a CD. I don't know. I I, I mean the metal. How long is Kill 'Em All? It's not long either. It, it all depends f- on if you forty five minutes the, maybe? The, the, the covers you know? don't cut. Yeah, without the covers. Let's look it up. Yeah. Gotta look it up. It? <laughs> there you go. You're fast. It's 51 minutes without the covers. It's a very long oh, Okay, so for that for day, yeah, that is frame, a long album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just the style of the music. Again, I think it was, was just that that's was what they were doing. That was a talented band than yeah. everyone else. And I think that a band like Motley Crue is a little more fluffy, and they're just like, well, our songs are just kind of these silly little yeah. hard rock songs that, you know. I mean, but then there are other bands like, you know, take for the next band we're talking about that kind of, Started with, you know, Show No Mercy and then expand in their talent. I mean, let's face it. Every single album that came out, they got talented and more talented and more talented. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. Are we, so are we done with transitioning? Are we done with Crew then? A Motley Crew album is um, the, whatever it was in 83. It's the same in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't agree with that. Sorry, yeah. We're going to agree to disagree on Motley Crue, but uh, can I say that they were shit? Wrong! Wrong! <laughs> are we, so are we shifting to, to Slayer now, then? Are we done with Crue? Do it! Okay. So yeah, Show No Mercy, uh, another 83 album. Um, if they got minutes. better, if, if Slayer got better on and on, Keith, why are the solos on this album better than most of the solos on all the subsequent? That's albums? a good question. <laughs> well, for, for, I, say, I say Rick Rubin. For, you mean Rain and Blood and uh, what the hell was the one? Well, in South the, of Heaven. You South of yeah. Heaven. Oh, Hell Awaits. You're talking about Hell Awaits. Oh, Hell yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. is oh. that's their worst album, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't I know. It has. It has. Sleep. You can say this is the worst album. fucking great. Huh? At dawn they sleep. The song, the song. Right. At, at dawn they let's. I don't. Know, I, that's another thing. Like I've heard "Hello Waits" maybe twice in my life. I don't but go know. listen after this. Go listen to when it, com- they sleep. when it comes when it comes to Slayer. You know, I the very first album I ever heard from Slayer was uh, "South of Heaven." Same I fell in love with it. I mean, God damn it! Every fucking song. That's one of the very right. few albums. I mean, I don't like uh, "Hollow Point" that much, but one way or another, holy shit! It's not on that album. Uh, is yeah, it? you're talking yeah. about seasons. Or no, say, about- no, South of Heaven. Okay. Okay. On and on south of how it points. No, on season's the abyss. That's on season's. Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it! Make me mind, dude. I've, I've I've had too many hop slams, man. These things are fucking. You like blew it. <laughs> my, my favorite my favorite track is "Behind the Crooked Cross." That's great. No, song. That's an awesome song. Great song. Just because I like that. Yeah, that riff. Yeah. And the drums and the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, fucking awesome. Well, yeah, this is not vintage Slayer. This is like early, no, this early. Is them- this learning way better than I remembered it being. It, you know what? I agree, Joe. I think it actually is better than I remember it. I still didn't think it was great, but it was better than I recall it being. <laughs> as much as shit. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. The early Slayer stuff, I never really listened to at all, like as stated. You know, Seasons was the first thing I got into. Um, you know, I, I own uh, the, the that damn live album they put out after Seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Decade of Aggression. Decade of aggression. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Decade of Aggression. Uh, but South yeah. and... Uh, 
Rain are considered, you know, their their canon. The first two albums, you know, not so much, and I never really listened to them because I always heard everybody just kind of shit on them a bit. And listening to it for the first time ever, I really like this album. It's not their best material. It's not even close to their best material. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I like it. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's you know. Yeah, so um And the solos are good. I like on it. it. I don't know how. Like for I them mean, that they have their best solo <laughs> guitar work. They they, they got some I, I thought big it was very solos in this. Like, on, I, I mean solos. I did I did think it was very like, you know, it was definitely an early 80s album, you know. Their solos were yeah, I, I don't know if I'd say that. I think Season of the Abyss, I think, has better solos on it. I think the, the solos in the song Season of the Abyss yeah. are really well, good. Yeah, that one does. Um, but, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say it's better than... Because I don't really have a problem with the solos on South of Heaven. I know, Joe, you said they're awful, but I don't... I don't know. I, I, I didn't... They didn't pop out to me on this album saying, oh, these solos are way better than anything they... They're literally the worst solos <laughs> ever recorded. <laughs> Did you guys notice... Uh, that the song "Die by the Sword" sounds exactly like the Scorpions. The Scorpions, really? Uh huh. No. Yeah, it sounds like. No. If you listen to "Blackout" by Scorpions for the Scorpions, and it's it, the way that the cadence and the it's the exact what? same. Yeah, play, here, play. I, I I'm familiar with that song. Play a because I can relate. This? Yeah. Let somebody start singing. Let start singing. So you said the okay, song go, Blackout? Yeah, go, go play the song Blackout. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. This album was a year before Show No Mercy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. There's some ripoff stuff there, I think. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Oops. Well, it's all right. <laughs> well, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's... the lineup is uh, classic Slayer, Tom uh, Mariah yeah. vocals and bass, Carrie King guitar, Jeff Hanneman guitar, Dave Lombardo drums. Um, and once again, Hanneman is, as far as credits go, like writing credits, is all over this album. Um, I, I often forget how much of a contributor he was to the songwriting process for them but like lyrically and music wise it's mostly Hanneman so um, not to say that's a great thing because this isn't in fact it was only the guitar players that had any credits that's true yeah it's King and Hanneman all over the place I don't think there's anything else yeah no it's there's no Tom Ryan here at all so yeah you you know I um I listened to this the first time today okay and um it was fast and short yeah uh yeah, there are a lot of a lot a lot of it was a bit the you know, a lot of the riffs were a bit samey. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he sounded just like in Kill 'Em All. They were really uh, they were full of it. You know, they were like uh, like Metallica. It's their first album. They were going 100 miles an hour. They're really into it. Uh, and um, uh, Tom singing sounded like J- James Hetfield's very screechy. And yeah, yeah, he hadn't squeaky, hadn't found his squeaky. voice yet. Yeah, his yeah, voice yeah. hadn't dropped. <laughs> his it sounded really like, you know, my balls haven't dropped. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But more you knew or less, that you, 
you you knew this was going to be massive. They were like they were giving it. Yeah, it wasn't their best, but they were giving it something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's how I felt listening to it. I thought this this they're they're, they're really we're into this shit and we're going to win at some point. So there's yeah. some did interesting you? tidbits I got about this album that I did not know before. I found on the Wikipedia's. Um, so Brian Slagle of Metal Blade signed the band to his label after watching them perform the song Phantom of the Opera by Iron Maiden. Yes, yes. Yeah, I read that today. I thought that was epic, actually. It's like, what? <laughs> I can't even imagine hearing them play that song, but okay. That's crazy. And, and actually, if you listen to um, my favorite track on here, I'm just looking at my notes here. Um, Metal Storm Face the Slayer. Oh, that's really. I was. Um, I thought that was the most eighties well, thing what is that, on the album. What does that well, song start off sounding? Well, just creeping like death. Oh yeah, well, yeah. And yeah, there's, yeah, also, yeah. there's also a bit of uh, Phantom of the Opera in there. The, no, not Phantom of the Opera. There is um, um, there is a bit of Iron Maiden S yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. I was like, what the hell? I the, know. Way, the way Maiden played, they kind of like. It kind of I mean, sounds maiden ish. But this also sounded like I'm 18 by Alice Cooper, I thought. Yeah. That part right there, like, it's not that part. You the can intro. Hear influences, yeah. That is kind of maiden ish, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. In fact, if you asked me who that was, I would not say Slayer. Yeah, it's very maiden ish. And that, that intro was like, my notes literally say Creeping Death and I'm yeah. 18. Like it's the melding of those two songs, basically. So, but I don't know. Um, yeah, and Metallica actually may have ripped them off because Creeping Death oh. was '84. So, but the mm. part of that is from an Exodus song. Part of Creeping Death is from an Exodus song. Oh, Kirk wrote that. Yeah, that's right. But I think it's the middle part. It was "Die by My Hand" was the Exodus song, and I think it was just oh, the middle okay. part, yeah. the middle breakdown part. So I don't know if I don't know. It, it, they probably they probably ripped Slayer off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other um, little interesting thing I found was uh, the song Evil Has No Boundaries, the first song. Yeah. Um, Gene Hoagland is uh, on backup vocals on that song. Oh, really? Yeah. And he <laughs> actually, cool. the, in the chorus where they're all singing Evil, yeah. it was him. He suggested that to the band that they have gang vocals on that part. Oh, cool. And they were like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Uh, you want to <laughs> help us? I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do that. Sure. That's so, cool. So Gene Hoagland is on the first layer. <laughs> that was they were uh, uh, in competing bands big time back in the day. Was he in Dark With, Angel uh, at the time? Yeah, Dark yeah. Angel and Slayer were competing as to who could be faster mm. for a while. And people, it's one of those like if you're an elitist guy, you like to say that Darkness Descends by Dark Angel is the best thrash album ever. Oh please, come on. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because you know as <laughs> far as Lom- as far as Lombardo goes on this album. <clears throat> It, he wasn't really doing a lot of impressive stuff. No, no, he yeah. hasn't. He hadn't. The whole band hadn't really figured themselves out well, yet. Did you read where the the uh, uh, maybe it was Slagle, whoever was mixing the album, didn't even want him to use cymbals? Yes, I did read that. Yeah, yeah. I heard about he didn't that. Know how to record it? Yeah, he he finally figured it out. I think I had a note about that. He said the producer was what did he say? Uh, he the drums. Oh, my note says basically the drums sounded pretty bad. The snare and cymbals are especially bad. Um, and yeah, the producer almost didn't record the symbols this is the guy that signed them yeah 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 um <laughs> that's really i thought the funniest thing was that tom Hariah was a respiratory therapist yes. <laughs> what <laughs> i didn't read that yeah he worked in a hospital as a respiratory therapist which is like a 
you know, it's like a pretty good job. Yeah. And he's like, screw it. A lot it. of death in that job, though, band. right? There can be. Well, not if you're doing it well, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, the, the other thing I, I, I noticed, uh, you could tell the album was like on a really low budget. Um, yeah. Because as, as the album starts, in fact, I'll, I'll play it here for you. Um, you can hear the, the guitar. The second guitar, you can hear it like starting to... Hold on. Right there. I don't know if you heard it or not, but... It's just... It's like he was almost putting his pick against the string, and you can actually hear that. Oh. Yeah. It's not something you <laughs> typically hear. It's kind of like the, the squeaking... I kind of like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's natural. It's kind of like the squeaking uh, hi-hat uh, on yeah. Zeppelin albums. You know, you can hear the... The squeak of the pedal on, on the album. So That's, I've noticed that yeah. with these eighty three, some of these eighty three thrash band, it, the 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 playing like the technique wasn't there yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure the technology of recording and and you know distortion and and all that stuff wasn't obviously was not as good back then as it would be years later. But um, you could tell that like just the technique of palm muting hadn't been perfected for metal. Right. You know, so that. It, everything kind of sounded rough back then. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, it was very kind of garage band, low budget. Just yeah, yeah absolutely. This is how that sl- this sl- album sounds pretty rough, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But it was. Which, I mean, they saved their own it, money. A little charm, though. What's that? Yeah, yeah it does get a little charm. But it, they saved their own money just to make this. Like it was not. You know, there was no manager or or they had no money to make this album this was basically you know tom and i are working as a respiratory therapist and the other guys working their day jobs just to make enough money to produce this album so you know um but then the motley, the motley crew sounds perfect yeah <laughs> i mean production is better production yeah. wise production is much not, better yeah yeah that's true so what's up with that song final command that, that song makes me feel kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> what he's singing about nazis oh is he okay yeah maybe it's you read the lyrics to that i'm looking those up i mean i don't know if it's pro or con but i i don't know if that's something you want to <laughs> celebrate in a metal album no no but really? i mean jeff hammond was a way into war and, and nazi uh memorabilia and that whole thing so maybe it's is it like angel of death where he was kind of like you know not celebrating it but just talking about it that's what he claims I th- and i mean I'm willing to give him that, but there, Still, there's, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a yeah. lot of people that were like, "Yeah, they're talking about yeah. Nazis, and we love them um, because yeah. white supremacy." And fuck all white supremacists. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it it does look like get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Yeah, this is kind of weird. Yeah. At, oh, you're reading I'm, I'm reading the lyrics. It's, it is a little human beings are human beings. Like Angel of Death, you're like, all right, I get it. This guy was fucked up, and he did gross shit to people, and it's disgusting. So apropos for Slayer, but this is weird. These yeah. lyrics. It was actually King. King wrote the lyrics. Is that who said was into that? No, Hanneman was the. He, well, King what? wrote the lyrics on that. Song. Did he really? Yeah. Uh. Uh. Maybe that's worse. <laughs> Maybe had him but the song after it, Cryonics, I really liked. I was surprised by that song. It's kind of technical for them. Uh, yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't remember. The, <laughs> I didn't listen to the album enough. What, what were my notes on Cryonics? Sounds like I think I actually did like that song. It sounds oh. like Venom. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, everybody There's, says that this is pretty much they were just like, oh, let's be like Venom. And they yeah. wrote a Venom album. And uh, that's it. They, 
Well, so hey, or, or like it, half Venom, half uh, Merciful Fate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> My note on uh, Cryonics said the there's a moment in that song that's a, made, a complete Maiden ripoff. I'm, let me see if I can find that. Is it uh, Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> right here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That you hear that there. Yeah. That's Maiden. I guess that's yeah, why I like this. Yeah. They don't do that. Slayer they, doesn't not anymore. That no. Song they no. ever. <laughs> there's, there's so much Maiden and stuff in all that, you know. Yeah. They don't do dueling, like harmonizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they did. They did a more of it on this album than that. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of all over the place in this album, and and I, they just Hella Waits does not have that on it at all. Well, let, let's face no. it; we, we've already kind of referenced it, but you know, this album was very much Slayer kind of emulating their influences. Yeah, and Absolutely. then yeah, they kind of came into themselves and developed their own fucking talents. I mean, Hanneman himself, let's face it, that guy could write riffs better than almost anyone besides goddamn, you know, Dimebag, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh. <laughs> oh! Come on, Hetfield what? wrote riffs. Hetfield versus Hanneman. I, I said Dimebag, and you say Hetfield. Mustaine wrote all of Hetfield's riffs. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, and. Um, <laughs> Yes, I think Dimebag's an excellent songwriter, but I don't think, as far as riff going, riff writing going, it, Hetfield is the master, in my opinion. Yeah, but. come on, that's not even what. I'm gonna okay. say <laughs> you, uh, you, you, you two like Metallica jerk offs. <laughs> this, that's like just, uh, buddy. I'm gonna shoot you in the face with jism. <laughs> Because I'm getting to explode in your face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So here's a okay. Do you think that um, of the four big four bands, do you think that Megadeth's first sounds the most like Megadeth? Wait, Wait a minute. I don't understand yeah. the question. I understand. Are you the question. saying um, killing is my business? Is business is good. Brothers. Sounds the most like Megadeth as. Ask the question again. What? So, okay, this first album by Slayer doesn't sound like Slayer. No, no it right? doesn't. No, Kill'em right. All doesn't sound like what Metallica will become. Well, Anthrax right. definitely doesn't sound like Anthrax does not. Does, but does oh. Killing Is My Business sound like Megadeth? Does it sound like a Megadeth yeah. album? Yes. Especially, especially the remastered version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, then, but they came along later. They yeah, did. I mean, yes. Exactly. Well, guess what? The, the main... <sighs> Metallica lost Cliff, and that is a huge influence in, in how they wrote stuff. Megadeth has always only had, I mean, let's face it, he kicked out everyone else that was in the band besides Dave, who Dave didn't write much. Uh, maybe, I don't even know how much he wrote, but one way or another, I mean, you know, Anthrax had Charlie, who wasn't the vocalist, wasn't the guitarist, so you couldn't hear... You know, uh, sorry to kind of downplay a drummer, but you know, trust me, you know, you can't, as hardy as he hits, it's not going to uh, inflect any kind of tonation or the sound first album like sucks. guitarist. Yeah, yeah it huh? does. But I, I think yeah. Neil Turbin wrote yeah. some of yeah, that Yeah, Neil Turbin is, you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Album, that album being the first metal album I ever owned wasn't Ooh. good. Yes, that's <laughs> not it's good. a deep cut, that's, man. How did you keep listening to metal? <laughs> Thank God you're still here. Like, no, like if you real. put on these the four bands, you put on the, their first record, you'd be like, and this is like your first introduction. You might, you might say that Megadeth's the best of these bands. 
Maybe. I well, mean, let me get to let me get back to that. The first metal album I the first album I ever it's bought. It's not a fair comparison. The first album I ever bought was Metal Thrashing Mad by Anthrax. As you, if you guys can fathom that in 1989. Um, was that a single? No. Yeah. No. I went there to buy got maybe I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure uh we were looking for the State worst State album cover no. we could find. State of Euphoria was probably out, and, and Among the Living. I forget what <laughs> I went. I went there, and they had two Anthrax albums available at Kent Mill Music. You guys all know oh, yeah. what I'm talking about, right yeah, there yeah, in Fair yep. City Mall. Yeah, I went there, and they only had two, and I like held both of them in my hands. And I'm like, all right, this one. That was a this one's there. No, it was a Kent Mill. Fucking idiot. Oh, okay, <laughs> but. Hey, you were you you went to high school across the street from the fucking place. One way or another, I, I held both of my hands remember. and I'm like, all right, this one I like the album cover better, and it, so it's got to be no. spreading the disease. Spreading the disease had to have been the other one that was in my hand because that album. That's cover, a better album cover than Fistful. I don't know, I, but they're that's, not good either. That, one. Was, no. that was like when no. I held them both in my hand, I was just like, all right, I like this cover better. So that's why I bought the first album of my life. That's why I invested the first, and, and it was that album with uh, you know Soldiers of Fury and uh, see about Fistful of Metal Death from first. Above and Metal uh, Thrashing metal Mad, thrashing mad. Fistful. Metal Thrashing What <laughs> Fistful of Metal is like a, a poor man's version of Vulgar Display like the yeah 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 <laughs> the really horrible bad. drawing like ooh, oh, so yeah, bad it's like why is it just why is it going through it's wrong like that it's, it's, it's bad it's bad One well it's other. almost as bad as the hey, second hey, Satan hey, album hey, cover you gotta oh, look at that hey <laughs> Yeah, I, All right. I looked at that. We're, we're not supposed to be talking about Anthrax in 1983. Well, there's a. I think we covered the story of that album cover when we talked about yeah. spread it, or, um, State of Euphoria, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. And I totally forgot what I told us. I'm just saying. I, ju- I had just read Scott Ian's book when we did that. I'm in the Slayers, middle of that now. One of the big four. That's all, that's, not, that's all I was saying, and it's interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. to compare it. Well, yeah, but Megadeth. I think Kill em All is a better album than Killing Is My Business, but I'm oh, just yeah, saying absolutely. that in terms of... But, Maybe songwriting prowess. That's yeah, but probably, Megadeth was farther along. Yeah, they were. They came along in '85. Mustaine is yeah. Mustaine, and Mustaine is Megadeth. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. Yeah. That first album sounds. I guess what you're saying, Tim, is is Megadeth still sounds like Megadeth, kind of. Kind of. First yeah. You, you can. Yeah, like comparing. You know, fissile metal. You know what? It would be like this, Tim. They they, they kind of started off where there, it should have been their second album. Yeah. Yeah. So they cheated. Yeah, they right. kind of, they kind of <laughs> who knows what it would have sounded like had they had an album out in '83. Oh, we we didn't make fun of Hanneman's voice. I mean, uh, Araya's voice enough on this. Did no, we? no. In fact, that was my next note that I was going to talk yeah. about. His James Hetfield. Um, oh, oh, oh. Well, this is worse. This, this is, is much far worse. worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think even Final Command is one of the worst songs for him doing that. Yeah, so bad. That song is just awful. Not even he just, lyrics aside. That song is terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. But he just goes high for no reason yeah, at the end of which, ver- verses. Let's see if I can find it. I blame Rob Halford. It's all Rob Halford's fault. Yeah, pretty much. weren't they weren't they recording that and like or practicing? And be like, what are you doing? I, yeah, man? I mean, like, yeah, no, they were probably like, "That's awesome, dude. You should I'm keep sure. doing it." 
But I, I was listening to that for the first time in the car today, and, and you're right. It was all the influences. It was all the cliches. Yeah. It was not Slayer. I mean, they, they went off and did no, their own thing, no. and it was fantastic. Um, and, and that kicked them off, but yeah. what the fuck was he doing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you remember when yeah. uh, there's the, the guy put out the those guys put out if Slayer had recorded Spit Out the Bone? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. He goes. He does that screaming thing a lot in that he too. Does. And I'm like, does Tom Araya do that that often? No, like, not anymore. Not anymore. He did on the first two <laughs> but, albums though, and a little bit of random. Yeah, blood. I mean, after listening to this, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. He does it on South of Heaven too, a couple times. That's right. Yeah. yeah, but he was he he didn't even have it refined on this album. He's just like, let's see how high my voice can go. This yeah, part, yeah, you know, yeah, for no reason. I mean, the screaming angel of death. It's actually it's it's. Silly, but it's better than this. <laughs> it, it fits a little Silly. better, but maybe yeah. that's just because we've heard it so much and it's kind Probably. of iconic at this point. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they were every time he did that, it just it felt out of place. It's kind yeah. of like the Satan album. Like you don't yeah, need it's just to like do the that. Satan album. Yeah. Why you're it's ruining the same exact song. thing? Yeah. yeah, just I don't think it was as bad in the Satan album. It, it wasn't as out of place. I think I kind of think it was. Yeah. They're doing it because they think they, they're doing it because they think they got to do it because they think yeah. it's heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. Right back then, in those days, it was still I mean, it, new. I, I wish yeah. Max Cavalera had had a phase <laughs> of doing that. I really don't. <laughs> but it'd be funny. It would be funny. Yeah. So you know, this album is not great. I mean, it's good. It's it's not the best Slayer album, but they, of the songs they play live now are definitely the best songs on this album. Yeah, like yeah, I still yeah. think Black Magic is still a great song. Yeah, Antichrist oh, I is, meant to Antichrist mention. Is good. I yeah. play they should play Cryonics, but they probably aren't able to. Anymore. Yeah, I don't think they're able. <laughs> it's too too many too much mo- melody in that one. Yeah, I thought Black Magic that the riff that was probably the best indication of where they were headed. Yeah, I thought that too. It's a good riff, really good riff. Yeah, that, yeah, that's clearly a Hanneman riff. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like something that could be on Random Blood. Yeah, that's that's badass. That's really good. Yeah, it's awesome. So Great. I still play that live and they do, yeah. Antichrist. That's that's, that's super. Did you guys yeah, have aggressive perfector on yours? That's on my copy, and it's not listed on. No, the, not on Spotify. Not on Spotify. No. Yeah, it says the '87 reissue also features songs from Haunting the Chapel. So oh, maybe, yeah. oh, really? Okay, that, that sounds familiar. Oh, but yeah. I thought Live Undead was Haunting. But that's not on there. It shows up on so. YouTube. Aggressive Perfector. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good song. Uh, it's too bad you guys get to hear it. What is it called? Aggressive. Aggressive Perfector. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's a pretty good song. Remember that? It's all right. It shows up on Rain and Blood on Spotify. That's weird. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think it is on Rain and Blood. Wow, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's maybe they re-recorded it. God, I do not recognize that song. Yeah. But I guess that was on just reissues because must must be. I always thought Rain and Blood ended with Raining Blood. Well, yeah, so. clearly as it should. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought the song uh, "Fight Till Death" also had a vintage Slayer riff in it too. Uh, let me pull that up. 
That song itself isn't that great. But oh, it's so cheesy. Yeah. Fight to death. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, yeah. that's Slayer for sure. Well, the lyrics are so cheesy. <laughs> My other note was, I really wish the drums sounded better here. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of like a um, an infant version of the death metal riff, Tim. It is. I thought the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do have that. It's that same. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I think they wrote the death metal riff. I think so, yeah. They were the inventors. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah. And yet they hated Cookie Monster. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't know. Were they, the, were they the guys who came up with that? Oh, did they come up? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I thought they were the ones who said that in an interview. They didn't like... Oh, yeah, I vocals. think it was Tom O'Reilly that said that. I think it was a Headbangers Ball thing. Okay. That sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. Hey, I, I... You know, the last few times I've seen him, he, he kind of looks... He always looks pissed off standing on stage. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know... Oh, now... It, so who is it that said he looks like a... Like an old Santa Claus. I think you said that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was. It, was a, it might have been Jim Burr. Oh, okay. I mean, I, wa- I, wa- I watch him play, and he's kind of standing there, and it looks like he's eyeballing everybody in the stage and looking. I think like oh, Papa old. Bear. He's had he's had a lot yeah. of um, health issues. Okay. Like, I think he had a, an issue with his neck for a while because yeah, he can't he, he can't headbang anymore. Uh-uh. So I think that's another reason why they're retiring because I don't think he can do it anymore as far yeah, as like performing back. live. Yeah. So yeah. he just, you know, headbanged too much, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I saw him at the National in, here in Richmond. I mean, mm-hmm. we, uh, I mean, if you, I don't know if you've been in there, but it's small, close up and personal. Yeah. Yeah. Hot and sweaty. And, and, right. But, you know, he, he, he played the whole gig and he, ba- you're right, he barely moved his neck. Yeah. 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 Barely like the, the doctor's just, orders were like, you can't headbang anymore or else yeah. you will fuck yourself up for just, good. Just standing there like that and yeah. playing. Yeah. And, and, and looking, I felt like he looked angry and fed up and pissed off, but they, they still, you know, they were awesome, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It, it just felt like I was exhuming some kind of I'm pissed off and angry attitude. Uh, I don't know what it was. But. Oh, I don't think he's touring playing, anymore. You know? What's yeah. that, Tim? It's angry music. It is angry music. I don't think he likes yeah. touring anymore. I don't think he likes being on the road. I don't think he's, he just wants to go home. Yeah, I think, and he's got two kids. And I, think kids it, yeah. I think that uh, when they're done with this tour, finally, it's been going on for like two years. <laughs> yes, forever. Yeah, but, uh, the final, I think, the final never-ending tour. Right. Yeah. I think you'll see Kerry King probably do some stuff. Like, right. I think he'll probably do more touring with, I don't know what he'll do, but I, I have know. a feeling he'll do something, but I don't think the rest of the guys will. I, I think you're probably going to see the guitar player, what's his name, go back to Exodus or, mm-hmm. I don't know. And yeah. hopefully Bostoff can do something because he's amazing. Yeah. So. Hey, Gary Holt will go back to Exodus for Gary sure. Holt. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if uh, Keith's going to be back or not, but like. we should probably wrap it up. And So, yeah. So, all right, real quick, social media stuff. Um, Facebook.com slash Somewhere in Time Podcast. Hey! Twitter. <laughs> hey, look who's back. Oh, <laughs> just in back. time. We were just doing social media, man. You missed... You missed everything. You missed the best part. Hey, uh, I, I did my best. <laughs> it was a very small part. I tried. So you, well, we were about to wrap up actually. Ah shit! And we were saying, Damn "Hey, it. you're gonna have." To- <laughs> well, what else do you have to say about Slayer? 
Yeah, what else did you have to say about Slayer, Keith? We jump cut. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we covered Tom Araya's voice and how his screaming is ridiculously oh, stupid. Shit. Uh, <laughs> no, time out, time out. Um, my daughter's crying. All right. Well, have a good night. So social media, uh, facebook.com slash somewhere in time podcast, twitter.com slash SIT music podcast, instagram.com slash somewhere in time podcast. We're working on a website. Maybe, oh, yeah. Yeah. Kinda. As soon as I get some time, I'll, I'll start putting that together. What? Somewhere in time podcast.com. Oh, yeah. And, it was uh, available. We're on, U- I we're on YouTube. So yeah. look for us on YouTube. Um, and, uh, you know, all that fun stuff. So, Thanks for listening. That was a, an interesting episode. <laughs> I, I, I got to pee. <laughs> I, I got to pee so bad. Bye. 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 Energy. 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 Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Metal and, and certain other forms of rock give teenagers something to believe in that they get no place else. The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing.